Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, I'm Rajan Sagar from the University of California, Los Angeles, and I'm going to talk about aggressive therapy in PAH without comorbidities. What does that actually mean? Well, medical therapy for PAH, where we are today, it's important to remember that the ultimate goal of medical therapy in PAH is to achieve and maintain low-risk status based on a multi-parametric analysis, which I'll show you in a second. Over time, the recommended approach to medical therapy for PAH has generally evolved towards a more aggressive approach. However, despite the more aggressive initial upfront combination therapy approach that is advocated today, the available data from meta-analyses, from registry data, as well as retrospective data, all suggest that survival has not changed significantly over time thus leaving a very high mortal disease in play. Less than half the patients receiving initial combination therapy actually achieve low risk status. So with these problems in front of us, we still have a lot of work to do. As we stand here today, the ERS ESC guidelines in 2022 recommend the initial therapy for PAH without cardiopulmonary comorbidities should be based on a multi-parametric risk assessment using the three strata risk classification system shown here today. And you can see in this table the different types of parameters that are used to make this assessment. And we risk stratify patients into low, intermediate, or high risk based on their one-year mortality. Now the determinants here are on the left, and you can see that these are all clinical determinants of risk um, and they're not assigned a point value, as you will see in the four strata system in the next slide. All patients should receive upfront combination therapy, meaning two oral met medications, specifically an endothelin receptor antagonist and a phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitor. In addition, those patients deemed to be high risk based on this risk assessment should receive upfront intravenous or subcutaneous prostacycline. As you can imagine, using this three strata system, there is some room, some wiggle room, so to say, uh, between, the between the risk categories, both low, intermediate, and high risk categories. So some of the aggressiveness of the approach can be determined by the clinician, him or herself. Now, continuing with the theme of initial treatment in this population without comorbidities, why is upfront triple combination therapy not the universal standard of care in 2023? Well, for first evidence for that is the Triton study. This was a randomized control trial comparing dual oral combination therapy versus triple oral combination therapy. And it turns out that both arms had significant improvements in pulmonary vascular resistance on the order of 50% and both arms improved the walk distance, the six minute walk distance by more than 50 meters. And there was no difference between dual and triple oral combination. In addition, and importantly, the French experience with open label upfront dual oral combination therapy using bosentin and sildenafil plus IV epiprostanol actually showed 
that patients had a three-year survival of almost 100% and significant improvements in NT ProBNP and walk distance. So the story is not over in terms of triple upfront combination and a lot of work is being done to look at this, but there is some suggestion that triple upfront combination may be best served with non-oral therapy as the third agent, but this remains to be seen. Now, in follow-up of patients with PAH without cardiopulmonary comorbidities should also be based on risk assessment. However, this is using a four strata risk classification. And you can see there's three variables, the functional class, the 600 walk distance, and the natriuretic peptide, whether it's a BNP or an NT pro-BNP. In this system, you are given points and you can see the points at the top there uh, assigned to low risk, intermediate risk, intermediate, low risk, that is, intermediate high risk and high risk. And what you do is you add up all of your points and you divide it by the number of variables and you round up to the closest integer. Now here you can see that after you use the four strata system, this is in follow-up of patients as opposed to initial therapy, and this determines how you add uh, medical therapy. And you can see in low-risk patients, you continue medical therapy as is. In the intermediate low-risk, you either add a PRA, a prostanoid receptor antagonist, or you switch your phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitor to a cyclic guanylase cyclase stimulator. In the intermediate high-risk or high-risk, you add an IV or a subcutaneous prostacycline, and you consider evaluation for lung transplantation. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.